Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Films and Swear Movie Podcast. I am your host Stu and returning today is uh, no caring, hat wearing, ass wearing, always wearing, Andy Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come up with something new for you eventually. <laughs> you just need to like do new shit. Mm-hmm. Like the beard growing, hoodie wearing. Oh, that, that's it. Always swearing, always <laughs> swearing. So each week... Uh, we watch one film, we build it up, break it down, look at the facts, look at the figures, but first... Where did that come from? That's a few episodes old. <laughs> Holy shit. I had, I had some time off. Uh, uh, but first, what's new? Uh, I gave up on PlayStation 4. Right. And returned to Xbox One. Okay. What, what was the switch? What Or what was the tipping point? The lack of games. You bought fucking loads of games for that thing. Did I you? know, they were all shit. <laughs> well, that's partly your fault for buying them. I know. Nah, I just missed the Xbox One's fucking interface. It's more right. easier, fun, mm-hmm. and you can talk to it. Yeah. Ah, with a built-in microphone. Yeah. Oh, you just need to plug the microphone into the console. Right? Aye. Controller. Right. And you can talk to it. So. Right. No, Plus, I've seen that. Cortana's coming to Xbox. <laughs> yes, I like that's the probably okay. I have that feature on my phone, and I'm just not interested in it at all. Because mm. I probably have to sit down and talk to her for about an hour, so she knows my <laughs> life story. She knows what I'm going to be doing this week. She knows like where I'm going to be. She wants to track my location. Like if I go past a chemist, I might want to go in and buy some plasters. <laughs> like I, I'm not sure how good it is in the sense that. Um, like, if I'm passing a cinema, remember me to buy Ant-Man tickets. <laughs> like, will it remind me if I stand outside the cinema? Will it go, <gasps> Stuart, this is the right time to go into the cinema and purchase Ant-Man tickets. Part of me is like, I don't need another woman in my life to tell me what to do. <laughs> that was it. And those fucking adverts infuriate me. Like, where it's like, this fucking punk band. <laughs> The worst shit. Like, <laughs> I fucking we blade should pop at Cortana and just kill them. <laughs> so I, I, other than my pure hatred for Cortana. <laughs> what was the Siri? Have you seen the one, the fucking, what was it? There was, Heather said that you, know, you go on the internet, you can find certain things you could say to Siri and shit, huh? Ah, enough to piss it off or get unique reactions from it. What was it? Uh, there was it to fucking charge to a hundred percent or something like that, and it calls the fucking police. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Apple's products refuse to ch- fully charge. I'd be asking to do it myself. <laughs> oh, we charge yourself and uh, then right. We charge you a hundred percent and then police. Like maybe because you're saying charge, like you need to get charged, like yeah. what with a solar battery. Aye. <laughs> Aye. What's a 100%? It's, oh, it's a fucking <laughs> murder assault. It's a 100% chance I reckon why you would murder the person first, then assault them, but like, prioritise, maybe. <laughs> so that's your. That's what you've been up to. The big switch over. Yeah. Or the switch back. Switch back. Aye. Now, I'm much reading a lot of books. Uh, getting right into reviewing films for the website. Mm-hmm. Yep. For our Rotten Tomatoes, right, that mountain I'm climbing, oh. <laughs> 72 reviews in. Nice. How much do you need to get? 200. Oh, that's good. I need to get there. Aye. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get fucking mass amounts of movies sent to me then. <laughs> Just go sit on Netflix and you'll know what everything. I could fall in that rabbit hole, but then it's just... I'm going to sit and analyse everything I'll watch then. Like, rather than just watching it for the fun of it. Oh, 
I won't know when to switch off, Andrew. <laughs> I already know today that I'm reviewing Iron Man. And I've not even seen it yet, but I know I'll just be scanning it with my eyes. <laughs> I think that's how we watch films. Anyway. That's all that's new. Nothing much. No. So. So, uh, here we go. All this time of talking, I should have been looking up my spoiler alert system. Didn't it be the sad so? What's the sad song? Oh, right, no, they're just a generic spoiler alert system now. Oh, is it? Welcome back to season two, Andrew. Fucking hell. What's well, this generic song that you didn't have ready? Is that generic? Why don't you not just fucking edit it into the fucking podcast? See, that's, that's too much work. If I could just hold my phone to the microphone for like five seconds and go, works that. Look at how much effort it is to fucking sync up a five finger film punch back song. Who the fuck is that? That's your fucking segment. That's not the name of the band. I know, but I just thought I'd use them. Like, it's close enough. Yeah. Like a death punch. Exactly. I know, this is like... Who do you know how the MP3 saved on your phone? That would be, like, a, a wise decision. But... Come on. Windows stuffer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, okay. That's fucking serious. This is our spoiler alert system. <laughs> we'll just leave that there for a second. So if you have not seen Man on Fire, which is the film we are reviewing today, mm-hmm. please turn the podcast off now. Watch this two and a half hour epic fucking kidnapping <laughs> movie and then get back to us because we're going to spoil the film. Yeah. Tell me everything. Aye. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so the film is directed by Tony Scott. Direct of Top Gun, which is our connection for this episode. Oh, Explain to me this connection thing that you came up with. Or, or. It's like you. almost the degrees of Kevin Bacon, but each podcast is linked in with itself. Right. So, you want me to backtrack how yeah. we got here today? How did we get here today? Okay. Just in three. Still in three. three. Right. But. Okay, so we're reviewing Man on Fire, which was directed by Tony Scott. Yeah. Tony Scott also directed Top Gun. Top Gun stars Tom Cruise, half a dozen other people, and Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. Tim Robbins was one of the three lead actors in Mystic River. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon stars in Mystic River. He also stars in Death Sentence, and he's also the villain in Super. The director of Super also directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Something just dropped on the ground. But that guy that was in Guardians of the Galaxy was also in Jurassic World. So that's how far we went. Mm-hmm. So that's what you've missed. We're back. <laughs> I broke my phone in like three pieces. Think of it, they'll just do it like the old days. No, they're they're randomly pick a phone and talk about it. No, there's continuity now. Oh, it's like I a hate, universe. I hate continuity. So the film stars. <laughs> Denzel Washington as Creasy. Mm-hmm. Dakota Fanon as a Lapita Romos. Ramos. 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 Rada Mitchell as the mum. Christopher Walken as Paul Rayburn. Mark Anthony as the dad. Mm. Uh, Gina Gianna Carlo Gianni as Miguel Manzo. The fucking agent. That guy. Maybe. What did you say? Miguel. That's a that's a a man's name. Yes, Gianna Carlo. And Mickey Rourke. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, tell me what happens in Man on Fire. Drunken old cunt. Oh, he's old at this point. Goes to Mexico to see his pal because he's fucking away. Wasted drunk man. His pal tells him about a job protecting this young fucking Dakota Fanning with her small teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Her baby teeth. (laughs) And then takes her job. She disappears. He then goes fucking hardcore on the console. Made, made yeah. Right. So, and what did you think of Man of Fire? Great. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I love Denzel Washington action films. 
Is that a sarcastic response? No! It just isn't like, I love Denzel watching the action films. <laughs> Fuck you! Did your, did your son write you a review? <laughs> it was then, super cute. Yeah. Man of Fire, super cute. It's so cute! <laughs> and, aye. It was alright. Alright, just. Aye, there, I've got some issues with this film. Oh, here we go. But, I fucking blubbered like a child. <laughs> you blubbered like a child? <laughs> yeah. All you wanted was just Denzel to save you. I know, why did Denzel have to die? He just became a fucking... He just believed in life again. <laughs> Aye, so there's a, a kidnapping happen, happening in Latin America every 60 seconds? Yes. Try to think, how big's the population? Right, alright. How many... Like, there's... 60 minutes in an hour, how much hours? Like, how many people go missing every day? How much of the population is left? <laughs> it's just basically it's been, on the street. Aye, it's been 10 years I think, since this film came out. Hmm. Latin America should be quite quiet. Okay, so. Just then. Fucking go, Daddy. Yes. Just the email We're closing your website, dude. <laughs> Something like that. What, money for me? Is that for uh, I thought we bought it for two years. So there you go. I'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Um, see. Aye. Even in the opening credits, I almost had a fit. Hey. You know, like, see this camera effect that they're doing of... I think it might be a camera style of the times where like the camera's going like this and then there's like lights flashing. Oh, right. Like um <laughs> I understand it for like Denzel Washington how he's kinda of got that post traumatic stress disorder of his past. Mm, I would call it guilt for what he'd done. Aye, or he's just like A bottle, Hanaby Greet. Thinking about shooting himself. Nah, changing his mind. Trying to catch a bullet. Oh god. A half hand. <laughs> Can he catch a bullet? And go drink a wee bit more Jack Daniels. Like you try to shoot yourself. Aye, but like he's that's it, that like, all this happens like Then he's like, nah I'm cool. Let's go to school, girl. Like, what do you know trying to kill yourself in that room? <laughs> right, and then he'd realise that God had a different purpose for him. Yes. Motherfucker. You don't want to see context anymore. I'm saying what I know but it just seemed offy like I could barely see the film because the camera kept flashing it. Kept going wonky and like overly stylized. That's the problem with. Who's trying to portray alcoholism? What happened to like the other ninety percent of the film where he's sober and the same <laughs> shit's happening? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Christopher Walken's in it. That's a plus point. Is it? Aye, he's underused. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I could have seen him like lend them a hand towards the end, only to get shot down in a blaze of glory. Oh, so. Do your Christopher Walken impression? No. <laughs> I can't do that shit. That just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> the knee's more cowbell. Give me it. That's it. Who's it? That was cowbell. <laughs> 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 I thought it was fun, but now I think I'm good again. Fan of Walken? Uh, I've seen what she's called. She's old as fuck. Yes, he's like in his early 70s. Yeah. Dear Hannah, ever seen that? Nope. Old as fuck, do Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's always like been the big Christopher Walken film, mm. but other ones like Kangaroo Jack. Fuck off! <laughs> but yeah, right, you'll have seen him. You'll remember him from Pulp Fiction. No. Not yet. That's in Pulp Fiction. Like for five minutes, that significant scene of handing over the the watch to a young Bruce Willis. Like your dad, like smuggled this like across enemy lines up his anus. I can't remember. Nah. <laughs> it's a memorable scene for some people. <laughs> and then Then it's followed up by Mickey Rourke in a suit. Aye. How is he not the villain of this movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was villains apart from the fucking body killed in the uh, mum. <laughs> pretty much. Was this your first time watching Man on Fire? No. No. Nah. Any significant views like you went to the pictures to see it or? Just on the telly. I wasn't old enough to see it 10 years ago. Oh. <laughs> what, was it rated 18? I think so. I assume so. I've seen some cunt jump fingers off the fun. 
Never really saw that though. I did. Kind of just cut to the window shield and you got a wee blood jump. Aye. <laughs> um, wife asking Creasy if he wants a drink. Jack and War, like, going to be a bit professional, Greasy. Greasy. <laughs> now I keep crying, I'm greasy. But Fucking okay, I used to call him Greasy. Aye. Mr. Greasy, baby. Like, would you like a drink? And they would just like, a water, like, be professional. You're first in the job. Jack and soda. Yeah. Like, no, Jack and water. What is that? Yeah. Where did soda come from? Anyway. <laughs> but it's like, alright, maybe he's got the drinking on his first first impressions like I don't want you to handle my door <laughs> I don't want you to be a bit of a drink driver are you getting you're walking home today <laughs> um, Dakota Fanning at least she's not as annoying as fuck as she was in War of the World uh, yeah. one to belt that, that screaming child <laughs> I know there's giant aliens from space coming down and all that shit's blowing up but shh uh, just keep going aye fucking <laughs> um Aye, drops her off at school, drops some Bible verses. Fucking get me, you bitch. Old school, you the Bible. And it, it's weird, I, I think in what the culture is over there, but just like how he, he they, like, they seem to just leave the bodyguard there, like he was there for our swimming lessons and like. Oh, well, we'll need a fucking guardian. Just in case they get abducted at school as well. Yeah. Because every 60 seconds. I know. Like. Teacher goes out for a tea break, comes back, half the class is gone. <laughs> <It's all> gone. <laughs> what happened? Abduction. Ticky. Ah, I thought so. <laughs> um, I think Jack Daniels did buy some screen time in this film. Uh, quite quite a few occasions where he picked up the bottle perfectly to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Poured it into the tub of some ice. <laughs> ah, that'll get me through the film. <laughs> that helps me swallow my past. Oh, <laughs> helps me forget why I've got this scabby hand yeah. <laughs> and bits missing at my forehead. <laughs> um, aye, Creasy's got issues crying in the rain. Yeah, the, the boy's got a past. Hmm? Just what is that past? You don't know, tell us. No one knows. Um, so I, of course, like it starts off like this. Love hate relationship between Creasy and mm. he wants the little to keep girl. Strictly professional. Aye. She wants a little fucking. She wants a best friend to talk to. Aye. Now he teaches her to swim. Yeah. Now he teaches her to swim. Well, bear. Aye. Like, <laughs> what was the quote? Live for the gun. <laughs> Gunshot has no fear. Yeah. Shall it? Shall it. <laughs> <laughs> the gunshot has no fear. Yeah. Swim, little girl. Smack with blacks. <laughs> um, so that leads to the swimming success. Yeah. She buys him a little bear that has a necklace in it. Yeah. And she plays a card. Well, that's it. Like, it's, they're in Mexico City. Everyone's a drug lord. Yeah. Even the white people. Um, Creasy takes the dogs out. Shit gets weird. A shoot happens. <laughs> <laughs> what was the shop that we last he was going into? What shop? Like she went in, he was standing outside with the dog when oh, she was coming was out. A piano right. She was her dad says that she was going to maybe I think back that I that was off part of his plan. Exactly. Know, the dirty dad. dad. Right. But I am. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> There's no spirits in here, you're fine. Well, not other than Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> um, aye. I like how like, he has his wee shootout. Yeah. Things get blurry. Passes out. I like how he actually gets hit. He's not like one of these fucking like, super cops. Aye, well, he gets hit and then he does like the big bottom look. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I took the bullet, but it's alright. So this might not be my first time being shot. Definitely not. I've managed to cap a couple pegs on my way down. <laughs> but it just like I love how the fucking Mexican media, uh, like have like all the presses surrounding his bed. He's handcuffed. Yeah. He's on like tubes in the move, fucking life support, team. and they're holding his wrist up. Like we got him. <laughs> Obviously, he was lying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't move. And then there's like a female reporter like, smell bullshit. Really? Those Scots were off duty, what were they doing there in uniform? 
<laughs> like, that man of many races. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was Mexican, Italian, or French. Yes, he's played them all. Yeah. Um. Aye. That's it. My my main beef with this film is the over stylization of it. Like even the subtitles have to be flashy. Yeah. You know, it's like how they're like zooming in out. It's almost like a PowerPoint slideshow of like transitions of slideshows to pop up. That was a that's cool bit here. Yeah. He's getting an intensity. Kinda. It just kinda highlighted the point that Denzel Washington has to say everything three times. <laughs> don't move, don't move, don't move. Talk to me. Everybody says Talk that. to just me. Professional, just professional. <laughs> Talk to me. Like, alright, sell it to him, son. <laughs> I like that because he plays a good fucking psychopath. He does, like usually when he shouts people will listen, like right. he is he is a great actor and like intensity is like second nature to him. Yeah. Like like the other film he's did recently, Equalizer, like even though that kind of like a straight to D V D mess, uh-huh. that was a lot better than like most of the other straight to D messes that. coming out. Like it's better than anything uh, Cuba Gooden Jr.'s doing <laughs> <laughs> that you could buy in like Sainsbury's that famous Oscar winner. Alright, uh, I was released like 10 films of Al Kilmer this month. Val, Val, what up Val? I thought like MacGruber would have saved his career. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, uh, of course, like, they tried to do the drop, the money. Yeah. Uh, shit goes wrong, there's people oh, waiting there. Yeah. Fucking guns go off, they kill the girl. Mum goes apeshit yeah. and starts slapping the shit out of the police. Like, I would, being the police there, I would have probably, like, just would have no let them on get away. We're just sitting slapping up the inner house. Oh, yeah. like, Should have saved her. Like, you're a bit nippy head. I look like fuck you. Fuck you. The female reporter obviously wants to help Creasy out. Right. She wants to expose the corrupt cops. She wants to expose his penis. Well, I, to her mouth. Maybe, but she seems to be getting all the information out of that other old puto. <laughs> And the eggs fucking apple. Uh, exactly. It's like, when are we going to make love? It's like, we don't love. We fuck. We don't make love. No. When are we going to sleep together? It's like, we don't sleep. We fuck. Aye. Okay. That's, that's how we transfer we information from one to the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we interrogate people. We read fluids. <laughs> um, aye, so we find out that it is the Mexican, the Mexican crime syndicate that El Hermada yeah. are behind. Hermanda or Aye. Are behind the string of kidnappings. Yeah. Um, so aye, this is like kind of when we get... I want to compare this movie to Taken, but this happened before Taken. Yeah. But I feel that like Taken's got sort of like a better version of this One film. Thing I wanted to keep, is this a true story? It's based on a crime novel for the 80s. Yeah. No, just for the bit at the end. Well, we, want, like, fa- we want to thank Mexico City. No, the fucking bit where it gives you what happens at the oh, end. Oh, right, I know, that was just like, ooh, stuff happens. Yeah, but that, it just makes you... Like, just full you. statistics come at the end. It's Aye. like, oh, the same time that fucking Creasy got killed, they caught the Mafia boss. Yeah, the happy ending. No happy ending. Well, not for the Mafia Point boss. Or oh, <laughs> fucking Greasy. Oh, I guess, but for the, for the family. Like, oh... Okay, sure, Dakota family, Dakota fans, family life is a bit shit now. Dad killed himself. Um, they're so, probably riddled in debt because of the granddad. Yeah. Uh, gave away the last of their money. Mum's a bitch. No, well, no, they never disposed like, where that extra five million was. Aye, if they could find it, maybe they could <laughs> keep it. But I could see them going on the homeless list. Why? Oh, <laughs> and then Mexico City, as soon as they step outside, abducted again. <laughs> Not even Lee Neeson's gotta get them back. Nope. <laughs> um Aye. So like he interrogates the first guy, uh, Gaffer tapes his hands to the steering wheel yeah. that chops his fingers for information. Um but it's no until the fucking like the second interrogation scene, because that's it, it's a string of like getting inf- information. Yeah. This yeah, guy managed to tell us about a nightclub where this boy's at. Right, I'm going to the nightclub. Yeah, I'd better blend in, I'll put a bandana on. <laughs> and like a fucking sports jumper. Yeah. No, it was like a shirt. It, it was just basically like a Mexican gangbanger, but he's black. 
I know, but like not in that fucking nightclub. <laughs> he was the only black guy there. <laughs> um, so uh, he goes in there. Like the thing I kind of liked about him was the fact that he is killing everyone. It's not like torture him, gets information, lets him live. Like he gets information, I'm still gonna kill you. Mm, I like it. Mm. Oh, you're from Jersey. We're friends. What happens? All right, bang. Did you say goodbye to her? <laughs> Well, here's your chance. Say goodbye to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Jersey boys. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm surprised the cleaner got to live. Nah. You didn't kill your children. Well, hopefully she got it before he blew the place up. Well, no, she didn't. She was handcuffed in that car. Alright. Oh, I thought just handcuffed to the desk. When they got, no, when they got the reporter came here and fucking pinned the Pulaski found the Yes. Aye. She was handcuffed in the car. Eh, uh, but, like... Everyone should have died in that nightclub. No, the, I couldn't have just done the leave, didn't they? Like, he walked out with a shotgun. Shoots in the ceiling. Oh, they still go... It's like, no, like, you like, shot three times, half the club was going. Like, that was how he managed to move a crowd, was like three shotgun blasts. And he's like, I guess we should leave. Not the first one, everyone should shit themselves in that vicinity and run. They're still dancing on their way out. It's like a conga line. <laughs> then the club's blown up and it's like, they're still dancing. <laughs> There's no music on. They love Ekis. <laughs> must be like. I think if Tony Scott's direction was dance, keep dancing, never stop dancing. And no matter what happens, just dance. Yeah, if you lose a leg, just hop. Alright, just, just like dance it off. Yeah. It was just like, really? <laughs> no one no one afraid at all. It was like, no, a building blows up every 60 seconds in Mexico City. <laughs> well, every 39 seconds, that's me regular than fucking. Um, so that leads him to the fucking who I thought was supposed to be the head of the like the crime syndicate, like straps onto the bonnet of his car, shoves C four up his arse. Mm. Well, he says he's the president. Aye. But I think he was just saying that the president he... to the voice. Well, I'm letting that wasn't Tom Jones. He was like <laughs> sitting around in a big chair <laughs> with the coat of fanning on his lap like a cat. Oh, what's new, pussy cats? <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> uh, so I like straps the boy to the bonnet. Like, there's a little foreshadowing because you've seen all these tools lying about. Mm. I don't think that was part of Christopher Walken's like arsenal. I don't think there was like, like little hard cones to shove up fox asses. Like, sure, he probably got C4 from him, but not the fucking drug smuggling tools. Mm. <laughs> um, or did you do that with fucking Christopher Walken's a kinky bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you, Greasy. <laughs> you gotta need this. <laughs> but you love going up there and dirty. <laughs> I know how you torture people. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye. So he <laughs> explains that like, he's got the C4 shoved up the guy's ass. Oh. He's got a watch that could like contact a pager. Oh. That was like new old technology. <laughs> and then you get like a wristwatch that you could page somebody on. Yeah, but now you get wristwatches that you can phone people with. Ah, and fucking FaceTime <laughs> and take pictures and film shit yeah. and tweet. Selfie! <laughs> Most intense. <laughs> what time's a selfie? <laughs> Stop taking t- pictures and just tell me the time! Be a normal watch. You just fucking everything you look at your watch, it takes a photo of you. <laughs> <laughs> Upload to Facebook. No! Uh, your channel just <laughs> like half tired faces, screwed up faces. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Fucking technology, I just want to page someday. <laughs> uh, so I like at that point we find out the dad's the dirty rat. He take Oh no, huh? Right, as the timeline goes, it kind of leads back. He figures it out. Wife, that's when like we get to see the true nippiness of the wife. Mm-hmm. Where you just like you lost me, tell me the truth. And just sitting slapping shit at folk. Mm-hmm. Like there was one bullet left in that gun. Just hit her. <laughs> just, wasn't like well, no, he took the piss. Like Creasy left the suicide pistol, and the dad used it. Oh, one bullet. Exactly. Like, uh-huh. Aye, but if I was there, I would have shot my wife in that situation. Oh, right, you if it was kill the nippy wife, like shot. Motherfucker, you just like. I've got five million stars somewhere. <laughs> you sentenced your child to death. You killed, you're basically the murderer of your own child. But you would rather kill your wife than yourself. We're in Mexico. 
<laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome, kill your wife. Uh, sell your tryouts. Oh. Lose the money. Get a wee bit back. Enough to recoup your loss by Enough a new family. To Enough to <laughs> abduct a new family. Yeah. Like, you're mine now. Right. <laughs> um, aye. So, like, we get to, like, the end. Like, where he's... At the point where he's meeting the boys in the car, like, he gets the brother, tortures the brother, yeah. which is enough to convince him, that okay, right, the teddy bear's called, like, Creasy. She's <laughs> fucking alive! And then it's his face, half a dozen wonky shots, camera yeah. flashes around him, going, that big bottom lip, and it's, <laughs> like, it's true. Yeah, okay, I'll give you me. <laughs> <laughs> you can have me, and your brother. Aye, because that's like, trade a life for a life, and my brother's life. Mm. Right. That's no fair. Aye, that's hardly thug life. Bitch, I've got the cards. But that's it, like, how game was the wife to get a fucking shotgun? Now you've seen her run about with a shotgun going, like, pushing the brother about. And... I think she loved it. I think if it was me, she would, like, make that film, she would have been in on it too. Secret crime boss. She would have got the fucking, her lassie back and then turned the gun on fucking Tracy. Ah, because that's it, like, she's no that fucking blonde, like, in the sense, like, oh, my husband just likes to play golf in his house. Yeah. Like, just do stupid shit. I don't know where he gets all his money from. <laughs> He's not at all linked to no, the No, right, do you know, Kim, what he done? Go for it. He was fucking um, selling Japanese cars, but the Japanese car market fucking crashed. Right. And that's he was losing money like his factory. I was too busy complaining about it being over-stylized. Yeah, I couldn't hear the, dog, the dialogue because the camera was being all wonky. Uh, so, um, so I, Greasy. Yeah. It was Greasy, didn't they call him Greasy? It was greasy. <laughs> uh, 4th of January 1956 to the 16th of December 2003. Yeah. This was happening at Christmas. It was like middle of summer in Mexico. Not a Christmas tree, anyway. Christmas trees aren't native to Mexico. I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're a fool. Motherfucker. I just, I just really, like, realised that just now. Like, that was in December. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, it's Christmas songs playing and everything. What? Oh, Mickey, you so fine, you so fine, you blew my mind. Hey, Mickey. That's not what it is. That was playing, innit? it? Hey, Mickey, call me... St- call me st- Sticky, don't call me greasy, call me greasy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's also had, like, a fucking half-cocked new metal soundtrack. Like, oh, it's gonna get metal. No, some fucking (laughs) El Mariachi. (laughs) Just play some uh, some strings for you. Maybe, or fucking (laughs) Sepultura. But I, like... I'll spoil it for you now. They only uh, only won one award. Now yeah. it's for the music. Aye. Aye. He's like, really? Was not that good? To win a BMI award for music in a movie. Aye. Yeah. The folks BMI. Body mass index. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! They won the BMI award. Aye. Uh, the soundtrack had a lot of body in it. Aye. Yeah. Yep. An index. <laughs> <If> index. <laughs> Number from one to ten, appropriately. Uh, aye. So, Creasy dies. Yeah. The so voice dies. Fucking... It's like he got shot with the And then they brother. look like he just fell asleep in the car on the way home. <laughs> now I could go, my music's playing. Uh, just saying a wee swig of Jack. He's like, oh, he could have died like fucking any time in the last half hour, but he just. Struggled on to make sure they got that last thing and they Aye. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Mexico City. <laughs> that sounds like they had a rough production, but they got let out alive. <laughs> thanks for keeping us going. Aye, exactly. Like, thanks for letting us live. Thanks. We are never coming back to Mexico City. I'm just surprised they never got fucking kidnapped. Just because they got kidnapped for the phone crew. Aye, oh, that's it. Like, maybe. <laughs> we can't ask Tony Scott anymore. Where's it going? Jumped off a bridge. <laughs> Legitimately, he killed himself like three years ago. Why? Because I think he had cancer. Like he had like a brain tumour and just thought it was easier to jump off a bridge and kill himself. Alright. Yep. 
So I theory shit there. Um, I thought it would have just like shot his tail on the chest and then just sat in the back of your car and fucking just filmed himself <laughs> as he died. Can <laughs> have music playing on the radio. He just has like a wee, wee switch in his hand so cameras could flash around him as he's dying. <laughs> like oh, there must be some post-traumatic stress going on here. <laughs> like, oh no, he killed. He's dying of cancer. Um, aye. Any last notes that we've maybe overlooked? Aye, was it why the fucking Christopher Walken had like. Maybe like a twenty-year-old wife. What's all that about? That's what you do when you're in Mexico, retired. So uh, you you leave your you, you leave your old life and buy a new one. <laughs> wife, <laughs> wife. I think he was fucking. Uh, he must have been same line of work as him, but yeah. he just retired, moved to somewhere warm, yeah. bought a family, and like collects weapons, like. Rocket launchers, <laughs> just in case. Rocket, rocket launchers, butt plugs, mm. and you can smuggle stuff in, put explosives in. Right. It needs a hobby, yeah. Something to keep you going. Nah, some fucking romping sex with the fucking monsters. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, right. Shall we look at the trivia? Open it. Uh, even though it was never actually mentioned in the film, Creasy was a Force Recon Marine prior to working with, for the CIA. Uh, when Samuel Ramos is reading through Creasy's extensive resume in the car, it could be seen for a very brief moment that he was assigned to 2nd Force uh, Recon- Reconnaissance Company stationed in the Marine Corps base in North Carolina. I think it's the book called going over the went mere in depth into his I'd imagine so. Now I know a bit of the book <clears throat> in A. J. Quinnell's the no, the author, uh, in his novel, the quote of Fanon's character uh, was set in Italy, not Mexico. Uh, so her name was Pinta. Uh, and after uh, director Tony Scott's change of the film set into Mexico, discovered that Pinta is Mexican slang for whore. <laughs> so I had to change the name to Pita and made the full name Lupita. So, so it doesn't sound like whore now. They've changed the fucking... So it was all happened in Italy. So in Italy you get fucking abducted every six seconds. Maybe. <laughs> or is it just like, the one-off? It's... it's um, what what's more intimidating, the Mexican card sale or like Italian mobsters? Uh, I'd like, say Mexico because at least in Italy you get some decent eat. You know they've got Montezuma's revenge fucking Wait, so you're saying Mexico? Is more intimidating than Italy. Right, just because their street food will probably cut through you quicker than an Italian would. Yeah. I would just mean which, like, are you scared of the mafia or the cartel? Not which one's going to do better food. I'd say the fucking cartel, because you can, t- you can tell who the fucking... Hopefully, that has got to be quick. Oh. Unless it's fucking Creasy that's killing you. Oh. There's going to be, like, half an hour of torture. No, it's just the cartels, like, all young fucking tattooed thugs. Hopefully, they'll just shoot you in a drive-by. Mm. You're not going to get fucking... Well, no, the... Think about the Godfather, they do drive-bys as well. <laughs> they're just they're all bad. old! <laughs> <laughs> they're all like fucking in their like, 50s or something. They're in I know, but there's going to be an old scape, a young scapegoat that's got to look to do some time. He'll kill somebody. He'll mm-hmm. put a horse's head in someone's bed. Does the mafia even exist anymore? <laughs> Don't say it out loud. <laughs> um, and pointless trivia fact. Dakota Fanning, Dakota Fanning had a stunt burp. Because she couldn't do it on the day. Give her a coke. Like she, she like, said she had in the film. Exactly. And just drank a coke. Aye. The fucking two litre bowl. <laughs> like. How the uh, hell. That was disgusting. How could that hold up production? Like, just get a stun burp. Like, something of a chemical. Like, really, like. That just seems like one of the, the stupidest trivia notes. Maybe it's not true. But it's on, a, it's on the internet. You have to believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, box office and budget. How much do you think it costs to make this movie? I'm going to say... 
grossly underestimated this film. <laughs> <laughs> it might all have been it's seventy million. No it way. Cost to make this, like for the setting, the cast, the crew, eh, all that stuff was probably say maybe thirty million, and then like fifty million on special effects a bit for camera filters. <laughs> Flash oh, like seventy million dollars it cost to make this movie. So how was is that like a hundred million dollars for like the superhero movie in the days? Aye. That was only fucking. <laughs> this was two thousand four. Yeah. Aye, and it got seventy million dollars. Like that's huge. I know. Like, like would like Denzel be that big a ticket to buy? Like. What films did he do? No, it was it was after that that he started getting huge. Wasn't it? Um, that's he's he's already done. Like, he's been working from the 80s, so he's always been in for at least over a decade at this point. Yeah. Uh, so he'll have done, like, the big ones, like, I think Hurricane, did, uh, maybe Clash, not Clash of Titans, he done. Yeah, I uh, What's the one in the submarine? Pretty good, man. Nah, um. Fucking B-52 bomber. Uh, what, I can't even mind what it is, but he done, like, I think a big one, it was, like, him and Sean Connery or something in the submarine. I want to say Hunt for Red October, but it's probably not that. I'm going to say Red Sonja, but I'm going to stick in a mythical swordplay. Aye, with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sonja. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yes. How much money do you think it made at the box office to recoup its costs? I don't know what the thing is. 70.7. No. <laughs> 77,000,000.9. Yeah. And foreign market? 52,000,000. So it only made one hundred and thirty million dollars. So it made a, a fifty million profit. Mm-hmm. So I bet the studio were there going, "Fuck, that was, that was close." Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not filming in Mexico City again, <laughs> which probably would have cost a million. Yeah. Uh, so awards we did say it did only get the best music by the fucking Body Mass Index mm-hmm. Association. Um, Denzel was nominated. It's some little more festivals for Best Actor, Dakota Fanning was getting nominations for Best Newcomer, Best Young Actress. Yeah. They were all overlooked. Who beat I've not got that information. Fuck! You should go over there! Oh, that's that shit. I know, I hate you. <laughs> Internet reaction. Right. What did IMDB rate it? 7.9. They'll not hear that on the microphone, but... Fucking 7.8. Oh, no. So fucking close. Fuck. That was based, uh, that was, as told by 243,659 users. Rotten Tomatoes, what did the critics think of Man on Fire? 81. 39%. Bullshit. Based on 62 positive reviews to 99 negative. You fucking read the negative ones. That's why you're so fucking crackle all the time. That, I'm gonna be one of the fucking. I, I read all this shit after it. I was like, and it, it's like pointed at other things I never noticed. Oh. Uh, but the audience, maybe they're different from the critics. Seventy-three. Ninety percent. Oh, they care what they're talking about. Well, maybe I, I, I think I found your audience. I, I looked further into it to see, like, because they break down the ratings, like. The age of the person that rated, the gender, uh, the highest rating of this film got that it got from the audience that they've managed to channel down. Mm-hmm. It was high, rated highest by females aged under 18. Fucking girls under age 18 fucking love this film. How? They rated it the highest. Like, that was the audience that loved the film the most, was lassies under the age of 18. Bullshit. So, That's like, bullshit, I think it? it might just be... Maybe just the younger audience like the violence. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they managed to stay awake for two and a half hours to watch a movie. <laughs> watch over the course of two days. Um, right. Time for some rotten quotes. I've looked for the choicest of the quotes. Choicest. Yes. The thickest cuts. <laughs> the deepest cuts. <laughs> Filmcritic.com. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, Scott's uh, laudable attempt to push the envelope emotionally can't quite overcome the screenplay's limitations. <laughs> the Catholic Son, uh, oh. mean spirited, one of the movie's ten worst. 
One of this year's ten oh, worst movies. I was going to say it's one of the worst films ever. <laughs> and Hollywood.com. Oh, they wrote, maybe the film should be called Man on Fire, whose bleeding gunshot wounds won't stop him. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's another thing I noticed. They just didn't they stop bleeding. How much blood does that boy have in his body? Enough to get him to the end of the film. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, right. So it is time for Five Finger Film Punch. Forget uh, the internet is what we think of the movie. Yeah, you go for it. 2.5. Yeah. It was like, right, I qualified as a one watch wonder because I'll probably not watch it anytime soon again, but it was a bit shit. Like, they've taken, like, how you could kind of crush, is it coal, and get a diamond out of it? It's sort of like what they've crushed Man on Fire and uh, they got taken. And Taken's a better film than Man on Fire. He taught some bullshit. Like, sure, Taken has now kind of went the reverse way and has turned it into Man on Fire because they are big, lavish. I think you could buy soundtracks to the Taken movies because they have so much fucking commercialness to it. Like, Taken 2, and I watched Taken 3 this week. I went away for like half an hour of the film, came back. Didn't, didn't think I missed much at all. <laughs> and it's just the fucking soft, like... The, uh, the, the, okay. violence. Aye, the softest fucking violence in a film. Like, <laughs> guy got shot in the stomach and he's not even bleeding. <laughs> he's like pointing the gun at it. He's like a wee dribble. I'm like, like, oh, like you spilt your juice. <laughs> like, fucking spoiler. His wife gets his throat cut at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Cleanest cut. Like, it's a paper cut. No blood. No blood at all. Nah. And it looked like it actually completely healed by the time <laughs> like they got to the morgue. Like. <laughs> And like she has a Liam, Liam Neeson's fucking skills as like this fucking agent like walks into the house, kicks a knife, picks it up. Like, don't pick up the knife that killed your wife. Like <laughs> assess the situation first. Don't pick up the murder weapon yeah. with your bare hands. Fucking like oh, there's a bloodstained knife lying on my carpet. That's <laughs> yeah. strange. <laughs> so. What is what? What do you rate the film? Three and a half, three and a half, four. So, if you'd seen it in stores at a decent price, yeah, probably pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would probably be interested just to see the special features. Mm. Like, obviously that's the only like buying point of like movies nowadays because nine out of ten. Okay, not nine out of ten, but a majority of all these films are now streaming online. Yeah. So. This one is neither. Ah, I noticed that you had to pay about £2.50 on Amazon if you wanted to watch it. Aye. Um, But yeah, I, I found myself buying a DVD for the first time in ages. Just because it's like a DVD that will probably... Well, it's had quality special features. Uh, Revenge of the Green Dragons. It's a triad movie set in New York with Ray Liotta. Uh, director... Andrew Lau for the guy from the Infernal Affairs trilogy, mm-hmm. and it's produced by Martin Scorsese. Huh? And like special features have got like two director commentaries making all the deleted scenes. Like it's got like fucking full deck special features. Mm-hmm. So I had to drop eight pounds for a DVD because it's not all out on Blu-ray. Oh. <laughs> Bye. I justify my purchase. <laughs> okay, so next time. On films and swearing. What did they say? It is the action crime comedy Two Guns. Yeah. Star Mark Wahlberg and our episode connector Big D Denzel Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if this film is better. Ah <laughs> oh, yeah yeah. You've already got your fucking comments on it already. I I've seen it the first time I never liked it so like I'll I'll pay attention this time. Will you? Aye, because I tuned it like half an That's hour. That's because you hated Mark Wahlberg at the time you watched it, probably. I watched it last year. Exactly, you hated Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Give me some evidence. I quite enjoyed Ted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I watched Gun 2. Or two guns. Two guns, you fucking. Gun 2. Gun 2. Is that even a film? I think that's like a game for the Xbox. <laughs> uh, aye, so, uh, filmsandswearing.com. Check out this week our review of uh, Happiness of the Catacurus, like a 10 year anniversary edition being released by Arrow Videos. Mm-hmm. Not on VHS, on Blu ray. 
That's got its weird fucking special features. What? Happiness of the Katakuris. What is Happiness of the Katakuris? Japanese movie about a family that open a guest home on a mountain and all the people in it start dying and they have to bury the bodies. I think it's been 10 years since that's came out. So the special features include an audio commentary track and it's got the director. So that's it, it's got the director doing an audio commentary with one of the actors. But when I went to play it, it came up with an option. Like, mm -hmm. you could listen to the commentary in Japanese with English subtitles, or you could listen to the commentary in English. Mm -hmm. And it has two, like, right, two American guys reading a transcript of the Japanese commentary. So, so hi, I'm uh, Takeshi Miike. Joining me is, like, Joe Shishiro. <laughs> and we are here to do the commentary. It's like, th this is, like, me and you doing a commentary, like, <laughs> pretending we're Japanese people. And, like... Get, like ha having a laugh like uh, of a conversation like reading out like a, a fucking funny story to themselves and laughing and like oh I remember you were so fun on set and, like who are these boys <laughs> who's the guys doing this commentary you're not you're not these Japanese people <laughs> you've dubbed a commentary well it was weird that was it that was like that other special features where they went through the whole career of like uh, Takeshi Miki and just talked about what films he started with. Mm -hmm. It was like a really fancy slideshow because it was just pictures and video clips fading in and out while somebody talked over it. Oh. So, yeah. So that'll be in stores now, by the time you listen to this. And read my full thoughts on filmsandswearing.com <laughs> as I climb the, the mountain to their... Ah, if the website's still there. <laughs> if their website's still there. Uh, if it's not there, you'll have to go to facebook.com forward slash films and swearing to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if not, I'll be tweeting my, my sorrow at FAS Podcasts. Yeah. And maybe we'll like, make a little tombstone and take a picture and put it on our Instagram. Also at FAS Podcast. <laughs> RIP Creasy. RIP yeah. films and swearing .com. <laughs> Well done, you've. I've ruined it. Waited <laughs> 41 minutes before dropping an end bomb. Damn right. Right. Yeah. That's it. This is Wearing for this week. I'm your host, Stu. Joining me has been the no caring, hat wearing, always wearing Andy Walker. Yeah. Fuck off into the next week. Oh, you stole my fucking line. <laughs> You've not been here to read it. It's mine. I didn't need to read it. I know it. <laughs> fucking homeless. <laughs> Mexico City. Thank you for all the support and making this podcast happen. <laughs>